So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. Eat so much crow, it's going to be poisonous, and I'm going to have to <laughs> take an early look, exit from the podcast. If you lose this game, if, I mean, look, if you guys We're losing. No, 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 you're yeah, right. We're going to lose this game. But look, but look <laughs> if, if you guys win this game, let's make a bet. If you guys win this game, you got to buy some sort of Jalen Hurts gear, and you got to post it on our IG. I'm going to buy a Jalen Hurts Alabama jersey. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll spring for the Jalen Hurts Eagles jersey if those are made. Bro, come on. Just get it custom, dog. You can find me. <laughs> get a custom jersey <laughs> to Stewart. That's the most bootleg thing, bro. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Max from the Max and Juan cast. We're here on a Thursday night. Just watched the Rams get that Super Bowl revenge on the Patriots. They whooped them 24-3. And you know what? As a matter of fact, Mr. Juan, are you lost? What do I got to do to get back on the pod? You don't want to know, Mr. Juan. What do I got to (laughs) do? Before you can get back on this pod, you owe me 2,500 hours of editing and a 1,000 page of notes. Oh, and it must be done by Friday. <laughs> hey, comment down below if anyone knows where that's from. They should all know. That's not an old movie, <laughs> right? Is it old? Are we old? No, not at all. Not at all. And don't say it because whoever gets it, I mean, they know They know sports. They know sports movies. Is this a classic if you know, you know type thing? Exactly. If you know, you know. By the way, everybody. It's your one and only Juan from the Max and Juan cast. Nice to welcome y'all. It's uh, Thursday night, and we're ready to get going. Max, what are we going to be talking about tonight? Tonight we're going to be doing our weekly NFL picks. As of right now, I got the records. 11-4 and four for me and 11-4 for four for Juan. <laughs> hey, there were bro, some games. I thought, I thought I was going to catch that lead with that Washington pick, bro. Yeah, thank you, Rams, for saving me. Hey, Seahawks, you guys suck. Come on. Oh, man. We're going to start with the morning games, work our way to the afternoon games, and finish with the Monday night game. Barring any, you know, COVID-related Tuesday night, Wednesday night football. <laughs> For real. Some some team loses all their quarterbacks. Here's hoping it's the Eagles. Oh, wait. <laughs> you already lost one. Oh, my. <laughs> all right. First game, Minnesota Vikings at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay's coming off a bye. I want to let you lead off with this one. Yeah, you said it. Um, Tampa Bay coming off a bye. I believe Eric Kendricks is questionable. He missed last game. He might come back. Riley Reef is also questionable. 
the Bucks got a lot of banged up people, man. They have, you know, Mike Evans been banged up, Chris Godwin, JPP, Donovan Smith. So this bye week probably helped them and got a little bit healthy. But regardless, I see the Bucks getting a win. I see them dominating this game, especially with their defense when the Dominican Sue in the middle and JPP coming back, their whole defensive line. I feel like they're going to stop Dalvin Cook. They're going to get to Kirk Cousins. They're going to cause a couple of turnovers. And Tom Brady's going to throw a couple of dimes on that. Not the same Minnesota Vikings defense that we love and always knew. But the Vikings have come along right now. As we speak, they're in the playoff mix. And I think they're the seventh spot. They started off real slow, but they've came back. Mike Zimmer's doing a hell of a job. He always seems to catch fire when his butt's on the hot seat. With that said, I got the Bucks winning 26-23. to Yes, I did say they were going to dominate, but I still think it's going to be a close game. I just think Dalvin Cook's going to get shut down. That's what it came down to for me as well. I looked at the rosters, looked at the matchups. I'm glad the Bucks had their bye week, like you were saying. The guys were banged up. They're just going to be a week healthier. I got the Vikings losing this game. It's not as close for me. I got the Bucks at 33, Vikings at 20. It comes down to one thing. Kirk Cousins, I don't trust them against the Bucks defense, which I think is good. Coming off a of bye, they're going to be extra prepared, and they need to win this game. The NFC is getting tight. Minnesota, if they win this game, they're looking pretty good. The Bucks at 7-6, and six, that's scary. I think Tom Brady's not going to let this game slip out of their reach. Yeah. I got the Bucks, And they'll lose the tiebreaker to the Vikings if they lose this. I think this whole week, we're gonna as we go through the games, we're gonna see the playoff implications for so many of these teams. Yeah, definitely. And this is an example of of a coach not being on the hot seat and working with what what he got, because Mike Zimmer is not working with the team that he's had back in the past with with those with those defenses that he used to coach, and he's doing a really good job this year. He started off slow, like you said, but. They picked it up. How good is Justin Jefferson, just on a side note? Oh, my goodness. I'm surprised you brought him up because I think Philly wants to commit suicide every time they see that guy score a touchdown. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it, but I just – okay, let me put it like this. Is he better than, equal to, or a little less than Stephon Diggs? Uh production wise he's he's showing like he's just as good as him but like you said the production's damn near even they haven't missed a step without Stefan Diggs yeah not a step dude he's he's great especially against the talent that he did it against in the playoffs yeah but if you're a smart NFL team you just pass him for a guy from Big Ten who's hurt not even that fast <laughs> never mind shout out to Jalen Rager <laughs> yeah big shout out oh man You want to move on to the next one? Yeah, next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals at the New York Giants this week. The Cardinals are 6-6, and and the Giants are 5-7, and and on a four-game win streak. So they look to extend their streak. Max, what do you think about this game? This game comes down to two things. The Giants are clicking at all the right time, and would you say the Cardinals have definitely been struggling the last few weeks? Yeah, ever since that Kyler Murray, the Kyler Murray, hell Murray 
against the Bills, it's it's been going downhill. They haven't won a game since. I like to think it's when you brought up on the podcast about him not being as good as Deshaun as when he went down because you heard it. But I think that's a better <laughs> I think that's a better, you know, estimation of when it went downhill. This is what's scary about picking the Giants. This is a game I struggled to pick. There were a lot of games I struggled to pick this week. The Giants are coming off a very emotional win. They weren't supposed to win the game. They put all their eggs in the basket. They they beat them with a backup quarterback. Daniel Jones is questionable. That's I wish he was playing. I would have a lot more confidence picking the Giants, but I'm still going to take the Giants 17-10. I feel like Kyler's banged up and D-Hop and him are kind of iffy right now, and that's why I've taken the Giants. I feel you on that. I I just don't I don't feel like Kyler's hurt. I, I don't I'm not gonna play that card for him. I don't I don't think he's hurt. I think it's simply defenses defenses have figured him out. They they contain him. They kinda wait to rush him. They don't go straight to him. They kinda wait and see what move he's gonna do and they kinda stay in the passing lanes. So I, I just feel like it's just a it's a film kind of thing that defenses have got their hands on. And the Cardinals are in a slump. Their defense continues to suck. Their best player on defense is Buda Baker. He's the he's the backbone of that team. But Patrick Peterson's getting old. They really don't have anyone on their defensive line after they lost Chandler Jones. And on the other hand, their offensive line is not as good as well. And that's one of the big positives about the Giants. Their defensive line is humongous. They're beasts. And they're relentless. And we, me and Max were talking about it last week over the podcast for the NFL reviews. They're they're great, man. They got 300 pounders. They're old school. Leonard Williams is coming off probably his best game of his career. So I'm picking the Giants. I'm looking them to dominate this game with their defensive line. Kyler Murray might make it close, so I'm taking that in consideration. But I'm taking the Giants 24 to 21. Another close one. Honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot further away, the score, by the way you were talking about the Cardinals, but I guess you're just depending on Kyler to keep it close. That that and that, J- Daniel Jones is questionable, so it's not like the Giants can put up points like crazy. So you got to take that in consideration if Colt McCoy does start. Don't sleep on Colt. He just took down Russ. Come on. <laughs> but up. You see, But you see the recipe that they had to beat Russ. It was, oh, you know, yeah. run the ball and play good defense. Do you think they're going to be able to match the success running the ball? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the Cardinals defense is not that good, like I said. I, 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 I can see that. Even with Wayne Gallman and Alfred Morris, hashtag Alfred Morris to 2012, it's looking like. I, I see the Giants going on a five-game win streak, and they just keep it rolling. Well, I just want to make one little thing clear. The reason I think Kyler's hurt is I haven't seen him run the ball nearly as often or as effective as he was earlier. And I get schemes adjust to that, but to me, he just hasn't looked the same with that. And like you said, the offense is stale. Cliff Kingsbury, should he be on the hot seat? I don't think he should, but he definitely needs to reevaluate his offense because he's supposed to be some offensive genius. You ain't getting it done, Cliff. Yeah, it's they're just got to give them some time. It's going to be good. They got a good future in Arizona. I just think people were kind of crowning them way too early, like I said. Well, if there's one quarterback that should be crowned as we move to the next game, 
Kansas City's 11 and 1. Dolphins are 8 and 4. Kansas City's path to the one seed is opened up by the Washington professional football team. Juan, you take the lead on your division arch rival. <laughs> well, this is a must watch. Definitely. What makes a must watch for all like the casual fans out there that don't pay attention to the Dolphins? Well, one, this is this is a this is a setting of the bar for the Dolphins. This is to see where they're at. This is that that's what I thought of when I first looked at this game. We're gonna really see how good the Dolphins are. And the one thing that I'm very interested in seeing in this game is the chess match between Brian Flores and Patrick Mahomes. And I really want to see what he does against him. Brian Flores has had some success against Patrick Mahomes early during his first first season as starting quarterback for the Chiefs when he was on the Patriots. It wasn't that good. Patrick Mahomes still scored a lot of points. The Dolphins like to blitz a lot. They like to disguise their schemes. They like to bring more than four guys. And in my personal opinion, you can't be Patrick Mahomes like that. He will absolutely destroy you. I feel like the recipe to to be Patrick Mahomes is send four and drop everyone back in coverage because that's the only way you're stopping them. And everything has to be short. You have to keep everything in front of you. Don't let them open up the game with Tyreek Hill. And keep everything condensed. Make that guy throw two yard outs, little dump offs. Let them earn it. Let I know it's it. They're capable of doing it too. That's how good they are. I know, but I feel like that's what you have to do. I rather them do that than just explode on offense and throw a fifty yard bomb to Tyree Kill. And then watch him backflip into the end zone or throw up the peace sign. <laughs> exactly. Disrespectful. Yeah, and I know that the Dolphins have corners to that are capable of one-on-one with, with a lot of their receivers. I don't think any cornerback in the league can go face-to-face with Tyreek Hill in a foot race. It's not possible. He's the fastest receiver out there. What's the marquee matchup? Is it Travis Kelsey versus the linebackers of the Dolphins? Or what position groups at the marquee matchup for you? Or is it receivers on corners? I would say it's more defensive line against their offensive line. I think that's what it comes down to. See if the, because if they can if they can get pressure with four guys, I mean that's just that's a match made in heaven. They're gonna win this game, and that's the I only way. And that's the only way they're gonna do it because on the other side of the ball, what I wanted to get into is I don't believe in Tua. I don't like what I've saw so so far from him at all. I really don't. I haven't seen anything special that could change. That could change. It's very early in his career. I'm not I'm not putting a label on it so um just yet. I'm just saying for what I've saw so far and I I'm not impressed. I'm really not. I don't I don't see him winning this game for them. I don't see him outdueling Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs have a bad bad pass rush. So, he may have a chance to put up some big numbers in this game. But one thing that the Chiefs do is they take away the ball. They have Tyron Matthew. He's a ball hawk. They're really good at creating turnovers. They've always been for years. I don't think the Chiefs pass rush is as bad as you say, honestly. And here's what I look at. Eric Flowers is banged up. He might not play. And if you're going to lose your starting guard against Chris Jones, that could be a recipe for disaster. And like you said, that that usually leads into the picks that Kansas City is able to get or turnovers they're able to force is usually it's a pressure. 
And on the other side of the ball, I just wanted to say something. Do you think it's about getting pressure or it's about kind of containing Mahomes, similar to Kyler Murray? Like you don't want him to get out and scramble. Because I think that's when he's at his most dangerous. It's when he's scrambling. I I don't I, I feel like, yeah, the number one thing you have to contain him, obviously, because that's where he's at his best. But it's kind of like pick your poison. He he can pick he can pick you apart from inside the pocket. He can pick you apart from outside. It's just as bad when when he's inside the pocket. He can play the short game. He can play the long game. If he needs to hang on to the ball and wait for his receivers to get open, he'll do that. And if he needs to get the ball out in less than a second and have the quick pass game going, he'll do that. Before you give me the score and prediction, who's going to have the breakout game on either side of the ball? I would say Kelsey. Kelsey's been on a tear. It's going to be one of one of the guys for for the Chiefs. And do you think they have a better chance with Tua or Fitz? Probably probably Tua just because of a little bit more he's a little bit more mobile. And maybe they can get the play action bootleg um, game going, so there's that aspect. I feel like it's it's one A and one B right now. It's it's not much of a difference. It seems like every time they put in Fitzpatrick, it's it's not that it's not like their team gets way better or they get worse. I feel like that team is predicated on Brian Flores coaching up the defense and then playing fantastic. They create turnovers and. They play with leads. Well, I one hundred percent agree with you. I like I like Fitz. He kind of has more in the passing game, but he's also the type of quarterback that might lose you the game, throw you three picks for no reason. And Tua, he's more conservative. So I'm going to take the Chiefs twenty-seven, Dolphins seventeen. I think it's, it's going to be close, but the Chiefs are going to pull it out. Regardless, if I'm a Dolphin fan and the game's close, I'd be happy. You said thirty-one, seventeen, twenty-seven, seventeen, Chiefs. Okay. Well, I got the Dolphins scoring the same amount of points. I got them scoring 17. And I got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs winning 31-17. I feel like Brian Flores is going to stick to his guns. He's not going to change anything. And he's going to keep on sending those blitzes. And it's going to wind up to bite them in the ass. And they're going to lose this game. I think that's what's going to cost them the game. The fact that they're not playing like themselves. Because Mahomes is just such a problem that can't really be solved by anyone or any scheme at this point. We have seen no one slow him down at all this year. Yeah, true. Great game, though. Must watch, man. Can't wait. Do you want to follow up a great game by probably the worst game of the week? <laughs> no. Uh, this is one of the worst games. Oh, so it's not the worst? Okay. Well, I'm going to lead it then. <laughs> we got the Tennessee Titans 8-4 and four, coming off a blowout to the Cleveland Browns playing the Jacksonville Jaguars at 1-11. The Jags are trash. I'm sorry to say it, Jags fans. I know you're out there. I know you're sad. Tennessee needs to bounce back. Again, you can't take your foot off the gas in the divisional race. The Colts are nipping at the heels. I got Titans winning 37, Jaguars scoring 18, because still, Tennessee's defense sucks, so they'll give up some points. (laughs) Yeah, I I got the Titans also. I got them winning 24-13. The Titans are, are going to win. They're probably going to win ugly because that's how the Titans are. But the Jags still play hard, man. They they play solid. They they play with effort. 
It's just they suck talent wise. The the team that they throw out there, it's just they really don't have anyone. Their quarterback sucks. Their defense sucks. It's they just don't really have a lot of impact players on their team, besides James Robinson, the running back. And once they're down by a touch, um, once they're down by a touchdown or more, it's kind of like oh, we're gonna abandon the running game and start throwing and throw picks. So, I'm looking to Tennessee to get back back on track. Is Doug Marone the coach next year? Yeah, I think he is. I don't. I don't think he gets fired because I feel like they're just content with with tanking this year, especially with the trade with Fournette. Let's see if they get well, Trevor Lawrence. They're fighting for that pick with the Jets. Look, both them and the Jets almost won last week, so they're trying to ruin it for themselves. But well, they should have traded Fournette, but everyone knew they were just going to cut him, so they couldn't get crap for him. Yeah, and that was arguably their best player. And they traded Ramsey last year, so that's another guy that's gone. That old defense is gone from from back in the day with Saxonville. I think the only guy left is what Telvin's no, Telvin Smith is not even playing. Miles Jack. I think that's the only guy left. Yeah, Yannick's gone. Colias is gone. Jalen Bouye. Tashawn Gibson's gone. Yeah, everyone's gone. That's insane yeah. how fast it's that team shame. dissipated. Damn shame. So, moving on to the worst game of the week, we got the Dallas Cowgirls. Oh, I mean the Dallas Cowboys at the Cincinnati Bengals. Hashtag bagels. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Cowboys coming in. They're 3-9. And, and then we got the Bengals at 2-9-1. and one. Jonah Williams is on IR. Mixon is probably still out. Zeke is questionable. And, I mean. Does that hurt Dallas? That's not even their best running back. (laughs) I know, right? Does it hurt Dallas? This is a Zeke game. If Zeke is elite and the so-called worth the money and top three running back in the league, he should dominate this game, first of all. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. And I want to give you one reason why this game is not the worst game of the week. Andy Dalton revenge game. Am I wrong? (laughs) No. The red rifle is out for Bengal blood. (laughs) I wrote the same thing, dude. (laughs) I'm saying who you got to know. Me and one been saying this for years. They people, sorry, people play hard against a old team. Play hard against your old team. (laughs) <laughs> Colin Cowherd likes to call Andy Dalton the water pistol instead of the red rifle. And I think that's perfect for him because he really is a water pistol. His arm is is definitely not a rifle, <laughs> but he is going back to Cincinnati. He's out for blood, as Max put it. Either way, the Cowboys should win this game. The Bengals are not good. They lost everything that they had ever since Burrow tore his ACL. So I'm looking at Cowboys to win 24 to 10. I got the Cowboys winning 24, 13. There's only two storylines for me in this game. And one is, is Mike McCarthy going to be gone? Like what does he have to finish to be gone? And do you think Zach Taylor needs to prove himself the coach of the future? I think he already has with when Burrow was there. I, I think Zach Taylor's fine. I think his job is safe. This year's this year's a loss. 
they still don't have a good team. They the offensive line still sucks. They need a little. They need I think one more draft. Give them one more draft. Let them draft some linemen, and let's judge them next year. Let's judge them next year. Hopefully Burrow comes back sooner rather than later, and winds up starting the first game of the season. But regardless, I think he is safe. He's not going to get fired this year. I would agree with that. I think he showed enough on the offensive side of the ball in the first, what, 10 games with Burrow to prove he deserves another year as the coach. So that leads us to McCarthy. If they finish 3-13, and he's gone, right? No, I don't think he's gone. How? How do you not get rid of this fool? I would fire him. He's getting... Massages at halftime, like he wasn't the <laughs> Packers, probably. I completely agree, dude. He he should he should be gone. Looking at it, looking at it from from the Cowboys' perspective, I mean, they did have a lot of injuries this year. Just like Zach Taylor, they lost their quarterback. They lost a lot of their linemen, and their defense is not that good. Obviously, they made the wrong decision with Mike Nolan because Mike Nolan is terrible. And he's always been terrible. <laughs> That's why he never lasted in San Francisco as a head coach. He's always had bad defenses. I think Mike McCarthy's safe. They're going to give him another year. They're going to try to work out the marriage. And they don't want to go through another process of hiring another coach. Even though they should. Because they made the mistake was made by, by the get-go from hiring that guy. But regardless, I don't think Stephen Jones or Jerry Jones are going to make that call and fire him this year. I, I think that's a huge mistake. I don't really want to get into it too much, but I think it's a huge mistake. I think he's a terrible coach. He's a bum. Him and Robert Kraft probably visit similar massage parlors. I'm sorry. That's not right to say. I'm sorry. But him and Robert Kraft probably frequent similar massage parlors, but I don't want to get into that either. So let's move on to the Texans, 4-8, and eight, and Chicago Bears, 5-7. and seven. Now, the Bears are just in the midst of just excellent football. My God. They're, what, five-game losing streak? I think it's six. Six-game six losing game. streak? Woo! Let's get that up to seven, Chicago. Ooh, man. They're banged up on defense. This defense is done, right? They're not elite anymore, right? No. Where's Mac? I don't know, man. You talk to me about your boy Mac. You still have a <laughs> Mac jersey somewhere in that closet, I think. You look hey, at it man. and cry. That's my boy. That's my boy. But right now, the Raiders won that trade. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, they got Khalil Mack in that first year. It was hard for the Raiders. They sucked that year. And the Bears won. A, I, I think they won a playoff game, didn't they? No, they do- double doinked it. No, they it. doinked it. Oh, yeah, they doinked it with Cody Parkey against y'all. Against the Eagles. So, yeah, they, they they haven't even won a playoff game yet. Obviously, they have bigger problems than Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is not the problem, obviously. He's all pro. He's great. It's it's their quarterback, whether it's Nick Foles or Mr. Trubisky. They don't have one. Whoever winds up getting that job because Matt Nagy should be fired, I think he's he's going to get fired. I'm with you 100%. I had that written down in my notes. He's got to be on his way out, especially if they lose. I don't really think he can save the season. Yeah, there's there's no reason why this this team should be this bad. 
They draft a quarterback. They That's their first mistake. They drafted Trubisky over Watson, Mahomes. Look, NBC, Fox, CBS do enough of that on their own of telling Bears fans how crappy the, the draft it was for them. I feel bad enough every game they have to beat. Well, Mitchell Trubisky was taken out before uh, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Leave him alone, bro. Leave the Bears alone. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for Bear fans right now. <laughs> I mean, to top it all off, dude, it's not even the fact that they picked the wrong guy. They traded up to get the wrong guy. Yeah, that trade was stupid. There was no reason to do it. They got bluffed by John Lynch and they made a stupid trade and picked the wrong guy. But with that being said, I'm taking the Texans twenty seven to twenty. It's gonna be a close game just because both teams are bad. You got the Bears scoring 20? I just feel like Deshaun will fumble a snap or Duke Johnson will cough it up. The Bears defense is going to score like one of those touchdowns. I don't know. I I see Deshaun Watson destroying this week. I feel like he's going to come back in a big way. I got Texas winning 38-10. to 10. Jeez. I don't know. That's That's pretty optimistic on Deshaun. I love Deshaun too. I don't think they can score 38 points with Will Fuller out. Well, I'll tell you, a team that also doesn't have a good quarterback, and that's the Broncos. <laughs> and they're traveling to Carolina this week. The Broncos are 4-8, and eight, and the Panthers are also 4-8. and eight. Jerry Judy is questionable, but he has been playing. He's probably going to play in this game. Derek Brown, DJ Moore, and Shaq Thompson, and Curtis Samuel all are out for COVID. Wow. Also, Zach Kerr. Wow. That's a lot of guys. Man. (laughs) Panthers got hit with that COVID bug. But what do you think, Max? Well, there's one team a week, right, that gets the COVID bug injury award. Last week was what, the Ravens? Yeah. Or two weeks ago was the Ravens. This week's going to be the Panthers. Their offense got obliterated. You lost your top two receivers. And McCaffrey got hurt in practice with a new thigh injury. I think McCaffrey should shut it down for the year. This might be the only matchup I kind of have faith in Drew Locke performing well in. Am I crazy? Am I I crazy? I think you're crazy. You're just a Bronco hater. I mean, they lose Derek Brown and Shaq Thompson, but I'm telling you this, man. The Carolina Panthers are probably the best 4-8 team in the league. I'm telling you that right now. They're they're solid, man. Matt Rule has I, I I love I love Matt Rule. I think Matt Rule has proven me wrong. I I didn't think he was gonna do this good coming out of Baylor. I did not. They've had a really tough schedule. They had a really tough injury with Christian McCaffrey, their best player. Teddy Bridgewater's been playing decent. I uh, I really like their defense. Jeremy Chin is an excellent rookie. That they got in the second round. Even though Derrick Brown's not going to play. Derrick Brown's been playing good for them. I like the direction that the Panthers are going. And on the other side. What you said with Drew Locke. I don't have no faith in Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke sucks. To to be fair. I, I do not like Drew Locke at all. I haven't liked them ever since last year. When he started playing at the end of the year for them. I think he makes dumb decisions. I don't think he reads the whole field. And I think he's immature. I don't think he's that mature. 
he's over here dancing on the sidelines and all this and that. I just I I really don't like his whole attitude towards the game. I don't see him growing with the Broncos. I don't see him lasting long. And I got the Panthers winning thirty one to fourteen. Look, I'm not a I'm not anti Panther. I'm just saying this week's tough with the COVID just ravaged their team. I got the Broncos winning twenty six to eighteen. It's the first disagreement of the week. If everyone was healthy, I would definitely pick the Panthers, but there's just too much COVID on the Panthers sideline for me to pick them. I just don't like Drew Locke. <laughs> I don't think he's good. The he whole good podcast is aware. He had the a good game against the Chiefs, but I think that just goes back to me earlier in the podcast on how the Chiefs just don't got that good of a pass rush. And their defense is not that good, to be honest. They're just really good at getting turnovers. I'm with you with the questions of Drew Locke, but I feel like this is the week. You know, he has the one week where he, like, tears it, tears it up. This is that week. That's what I'm going with. That's why I got the Denver Broncos. Okay. So, can we talk about a team that is trying to lose at the moment? <laughs> Should we even talk about this game? Maybe, like, a minute. I'll set a timer for three minutes. One minute for you, one minute for me, one minute to just crack jokes about Greg Williams Selling the game, double sell, triple sell, <laughs> biggest oversell. seller of 2020. Bigger seller than Nate Robinson. <laughs> no, no, that's a bigger sell. That's a bigger sell. Definitely. No, I, I, I can't fight that one. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh man. But yeah, the Jet Jets obviously 0 and 12. Seattle's 8 and 4. Quinn Dunbar is designated to return for the Seahawks. This is a get-right game. This is a let's get back on track. I see Seattle dominating this game 38-17. to You think the Jets are going to score 17 points? <laughs> hey, maybe they say maybe that team is happy that Greg Williams is, is fired, so they come Fired up this week. Maybe. I I can't wait to see Pierre Desir fired up and getting mossed by DK Metcalf. (laughs) Oh, man. Like Juan said, this is a get-right game. Russ and DK are going to cook. Jamal Adams' revenge game. He hates the Jets. I'm calling it right now. He's going to make one turnover. He's either going to force a fumble or get a pick. Calling it right now. Is there any chance that the Jets lose? Would you would you even bet Oh, 100% like, chance the Jets lose. You mean really? if the Yeah, the Jets are going to lose. Do you mean if the there's a chance the Jets win? I think you're just yeah, confused any, now. Any chance? No. Is there a chance I can make the NFL? <laughs> no. <laughs> at at any position other than long snapper. Okay, maybe long snapper, but any other position? No. <laughs> All right, then. The Jets have no chance. Sam Darnold's hey, going to get put, destroyed. I might put about five bucks on this game just because the Jets are that much of an underdog. And you might win a lot of money just by betting with the Jets alone. Who's covering DK? Who's going to try to? Lamar. Quinn Williams. Lamar. <laughs> Bro, Lamar's getting TND'd by Henry Ruggs on the last play of the game <laughs> thinking he's running a comeback. They don't have Greg no more. Greg is not there. Yeah, but Adam Gase is still selling. <laughs> that is very true. 
Oh my Look, goodness. I'm Let's done talking about this game. game. Yeah, Let's thank you. Forget this game. Here, you take the lead on the next one. Look, I know let's you're gonna go be to the game of the week. This is the absolute must-watch AFC showdown in Las Vegas. Playoff seating on the line. You got the Colts coming to town to Las Vegas. The Colts are 8-4, and four, and the Las Vegas Raiders are 7-5. and five. Tell me what you think, Max. You're the Raiders expert on the podcast. What's Josh Jacobs' health looking like? I think it's looking great. I think the Raiders are going to get back Jonathan Abram, Josh Jacobs, and Trent Brown this week. All of them. I think there's a high chance that they all play in this game. Before I tell you what I think, I'm just going to say this is going to be a close game. These teams played last year. The Raiders upset the Colts. One thing I'm looking at is Phillip Rivers knows the Raiders. He played them twice last year, but Phillip Rivers is also Phillip Rivers, and he scares the crap out of me. This game, what, 80% of Colts games comes down to is Phillip Rivers going to throw a pick, a stupid pick. Yeah. I don't think Phillip's going to make that mistake because, no offense, your team has no defensive playmakers, no ball hawks, no one around the ball constantly. I got the Colts winning a close one at 23-17. to Look, it was very hard for me to to pick this game. But before I give my score, I want to say my thought process. First of all, it's going to come down to the Raiders running the football. This game is all about first down. Can the Raiders win first down? And when I say win first down, can they gain at least three or more yards every time on first down? All the time, get positive yards. No negative plays on first down. And if they make it third and manageable, the Raiders are going to win this game. The Raiders are third in the league, third best in the league on third down. So they're really good. Obviously, the Colts have a very good defense with DeForest Buckner. Their pass D is not half bad. They're a really good team, dude. There's a reason why they're tied in the AFC South. And there's a reason why that they're 8-4. and four. Also, same point as you, I think about Phillip Rivers. He was 0-2 against the Raiders last year. He made a lot of mistakes against us. Eric Harris picked 6 them. Eric Harris got him a couple of times. I do think Phillip is going to give us one. Or if Phillip doesn't give us one, Jonathan Taylor does have fumbleitis, so he might cough one up. That's only if Abram hits him, though. That's the only guy <laughs> on your team that's going to force a fumble. So Yeah. Hey. Liam Farrell played good last week. If he plays like that again, which he might not, that's a really high ceiling. He has been playing good all year, man. And as he's been playing good all year in the sense of run defense. He hasn't been the pass rusher that we'll like him to be, but he's been really good against the run. And you know Max Crosby's going to probably get a sack in this game. Do you think you're getting over two sacks in this game? Yeah. Rivers wow. likes to hold the ball. Rivers likes to hold the ball. But that old line in front of him, come on. No, I think we get him. I think we get him. Okay, give me your score. It's hard, though, man. Oh, my God. It man is. Up. Look, look. I'm just saying, if Trent Brown winds up playing in this game, dude, 
and we get the run game going with Josh Jacobs, it's going to be a long day. If Bo Jackson plays tomorrow, I like your chances. Just give me the score, man. Just wait till I have to give the Eagles score. I'm going score. with I'm the Raiders, quick. bro. Okay? I'm Homer. going with the Raiders. Shocker. I know. I don't care, though. I got the Raiders winning 24-20. Homer Simpson, man. Come on. <laughs> Look, I do. I see him winning, dude. I see us running the ball, okay? I feel like we're going to really smash mouth football these dudes they're good it's gonna be close it's gonna be close dude it's gonna be the must watch of the of the of the week i just is there any chance that the raiders get blown out in this game if you guys get blown out it 100 confirms everyone who thought you guys were pretenders yeah. i don't think it's gonna happen because i think you guys almost blew it last week like, if that was a good team you played last week, you guys would have got blown out. Like, does this look like a does this look like a two interception or two two fumble losses from car type of game? I don't think so. I think the Raiders know that this game's important. They're gonna prepare better. I feel like they were kind of looking ahead next week with the Jets last week. So they were they weren't really looking at the Jets, they were looking at the Colts because they're the Jets. And Henry Ruggs saved your season, so it's going to be a close game. I'm calling that. That was one of my main things in my notes. Close game. Yeah. It's, I can't wait, dude. I cannot wait. Another another guy that's out that's definitely not going to play is Damon Arnett. He seems to get hurt every, every game on the first play of the game for some reason because he doesn't really know how to tackle yet. Yeah. So that's a big loss. You heard it here, folks. One with the hottest take. Damon Arnett. <laughs> Huge <laughs> loss. No, he's a good player. People hate on him because he wasn't mock type. And the Colts really don't have anyone dangerous on the outside. They don't have no dangerous players. I don't know. T.Y. woke up last week. T.Y. His first 100 game in, like, what, a century, dude? It's not his fault Jacoby Brisket or Brissett. I know it's Brissett, but I call that man Jacoby Brisket. Can't throw the ball. That's not his fault. (laughs) It's Phillip, though. Phillip's out there. Ah, Phillip got that noodle. Him and, him and Drew Brees <laughs> contending for worst arm hey, strength hey, in the league. Hey, don't talk about Drew. We all know you a Drew hater, but come on, let him get healthy. Boy might have lost his job when he comes back. <laughs> but, hey, I want to transition to a football team. Is that cool? Can we transition to a football team? What football team are you talking about? The football team. The Washington the football Prof- team. Yeah, Washington professional football team playing at in Glendale, Arizona again. Niners without a home. Both teams are five and seven. Kittle's still out. Jimmy G's still out. Antonio Gibson has turf toe. He's probably not going to play. That's big. What are you thinking? That's big. Uh, by the way, you said the Niners name wrong. It's the Glendale 49ers now. Oh, I'm but. sorry. <laughs> That is crazy, dude, that they're playing there. Look, I called it last week on Washington. We me and Max were kind of kind of leaning that way. But I think Max was too scared to trust Alex Smith. And right rightfully so. Okay. I don't think Alex Smith is gonna have that big of a game this week against this Niners D. The Niners defense is still really good. Don't don't let it fool you. Josh Allen is that amazing. And the Bills are that good. 
And I know they got their ass whooped on Monday night, but the Niners defense is still really solid. Their season has been derailed by injuries. That's why they're losing. They're a team that really does go out there and fight. They still got a lot of pride. Kyle Shanahan, not to mention playing against his old team. Hashtag play hard against your old team. Okay. Well, so's Alex Smith, baby. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag play hard against your old team. So we got a little rivalry going there. But I don't I don't see Alex Smith playing good against the Niners defense. Do you see Nick Mullins maybe throwing away this game for the Niners? Absolutely. We got the Predator Chase Young. Is that his new nickname? I don't know, but he looked like Predator, no offense, just because, like, he's a monster. Not, like, because he's ugly or something. He's just a monster. He got the dreads going, so a little he bit does. like Predator. He's an absolute monster, bro. To quote Mike Tomlin, I don't ever want to lose enough games to pick someone like you. You know your call when the other coach coming up to you after the game. He didn't even get a sack. Washington didn't have a sack on the night. And the D-line dominated Pittsburgh. The 49ers didn't run the ball well against the Bills last week. People are going to say they got 80 yards, whatever. 40 of them came the first drive of the game. And the first drive of the game is usually the defense feeling out the offense. So I'm not very scared of the Niners right now. I got the football team winning again, 20-18. to 18. Close game. I think the D-line is going to dominate. Yeah, they, they, their D-line is tough, man. Their old defense is tough. They proved me wrong. I, I didn't think their secondary was that good, but their secondary plays really good, dude. They got a lot of guys. They got, they got um, what's his name, Ronald Darby. I know he played pretty bad for the Eagles, but he's playing really good for the Redskins. He won his Super Bowl with the Eagles, so he played pretty good. No, <laughs> he was trash. Oh, and excuse me, football team. I did say I did say the their old name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dollar into the swear jar. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Antonio Gibson's really gonna hurt them this week. Even though JD McKissick had a big game last week, I really do feel like that's gonna hurt them. And the Niners' defense is going to be the key point for them winning this game. I got the Niners winning 24-17. You're taking the Niners? I'm taking the Niners. I hate the Niners, but I don't like the San Francisco 49ers. They're the Glendale Niners this week. So maybe I don't I don't have that, that Bay Area... Oakland, San Francisco rivalry going on. They're the Glendale Niners. Even though they're not really San Francisco, they're the Santa Clara 49ers. They don't even play in San Francisco. You know, shout out to all the fake 49er fans out there that don't even know where they play, but that's besides the point. I'm picking the Niners this week. Over under, they show that bald-headed Robert Sala seven times this game. (laughs) They show more than Kyle Shanahan. Robert Sala, dog. Come I'm not just saying. Like they do a run play and they show him. I'm like, he didn't do he's a defensive coordinator. Come on, who are they supposed to show? Kyle Shanahan. He just Kyle has a Shanahan. Look on his face. He he ain't go he has no emotion. None. I like a guy with class. I don't like this brute of a man. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. Is he like the good version of what Ken Norton should be? Yes. A hundred percent. He's Ken Norton if Ken Norton knew how to coach. Exactly, exactly. Robert Sala is a good man. He's going to become a head coach one day. Oh, I agree 100%. Moving on to... We're actually skipping this game. 
No, uh, we are not skipping this game. No, right. no, no. I want to talk about the game where an NFL on the NFL schedule where two running backs are playing at quarterback. Am I and right? one of those running backs isn't Lamar Jackson, folks. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. New Orleans Saints traveling to Philadelphia. The Saints are 10-2, ten, ten and two, and the Eagles are 3-8-1. and one. Oof. Wow. Hey, we have more ties than the Saints. That's all I'm going to say. Oof. <laughs> Tough look for my guy, Max. Headlines for this game, Jason Peters, toe injury. and That's Jaylen actually Hurts. a positive for the Eagles. <laughs> and Jalen Hurts is starting this game. He is the starter. Carson Wentz, all that money on the bench this week. Max, what do you think? Saints 28, Eagles 14. <laughs> what do you it. think about Wentz getting benched, though? I mean... I'm glad they're throwing someone out to the dogs this week to get murdered. Have fun, Jalen. <laughs> have fun getting not blocked for. So you. So what if he does play good? What are you going to say? I don't even want to think that that's a possibility with this crap team I have. No. Are you going to eat crow? Oh, my God. I'm going to eat so much crow. It's going to be poisonous, and I'm going to have to <laughs> take an early look, exit from the podcast. If you lose this game, if, I mean, look – if you guys we're losing. No, no, no. You're yeah, right. Know, we're you gonna, gonna lose, lose this probably. game. <laughs> but look, but look <laughs> if, if you guys win this game, let's make a bet. If you guys win this game, you gotta buy some sort of Jalen Hurts gear, and you gotta post I, it on our IG page. I'm gonna buy a Jalen Hurts Alabama jersey. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll spring for the Jalen Hurts Eagles jersey if those are made. Bro, come on, just get it custom, dog. You can find one. <laughs> get a custom jersey. This <laughs> two hurts. That's the most bootleg thing, bro. <laughs> nah, but I, I feel like this is gonna be a really close game. I feel like it's gonna be a sneaky close game. Um, what makes Doug it Peters, close? Uh twenty four thirty one. I got. I I still got the Saints winning, but you think we're scoring twenty four yeah, points? I really do. I really do. I feel like Doug Peterson's going to throw the kitchen sink at these Saints. I feel like he's going to throw a lot of stuff that are it's not on tape. They they have nothing on Jalen Hurts. They don't know his tendencies. They don't know how he plays. It's going to be tough. It's obviously you can see a lot of games in the NFL where rookies come out and or guys who haven't played in the NFL and they have a great week one is because they don't have no film and the offense is completely different. They're not going to do the same stuff that they do with Wentz. And I know it's going to piss off a lot of Eagle fans, in particular Max. You're going to be pissed off this game, I feel like, because they're going to do a lot of different things in this game. They're probably not going to run your famous inside zone a lot. And I think they're going to really open up the playbook for this guy. They're going to they're going to really play it play it safe and they're going to they're going to make him manage this game in a way that it's easy for him, and it's going to come naturally. Maybe get him out on the edge on a um, play-action bootleg. Have him have short reads or only one side of the field, whatever it is. I think he's going to score some touchdowns. I think they're going to do some things. The only thing that sucks is, obviously, just because you guys change up the playbook in the plays, you guys still don't have no playmakers on the outside. 
and the Saints still have a really good defense. No, no, we don't. <laughs> have fun watching Alshon Jeffrey get covered for ten yards. But yeah, I'm gonna have my eye on this game. I hope J- I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. And hey, who knows? Taysom Hill is he due for a bad game? The only way I see the Eagles competing is that the D line dominates the Saints O line. I just think Sean Payton's too good of a coach to let that happen. And Jim Schwartz is an idiot sometimes, and those sometimes usually result in touchdowns like DK Metcalf destroying Darius Slay or him <laughs> blitzing everybody the first play of the game two years ago and letting Deshaun Jackson catch an 80-yard bomb for no reason. Jesus. So, yeah, this game, I'm very interested to see how Jalen Hurts looks. That I am interested. I'm not going to lie. I know I'm, I'm sounding depressed because Carson Wentz is my boy. Oh, 100% I'm going to watch. Yeah. I mean, they could have Nate Sudfeld back out there. I watched the game, okay? Earn your stripes. You got to earn your yeah. stripes. EYS. EYS, EYS that. <laughs> but, hey, Sean Payne's undefeated with backup quarterbacks. Maybe he gets They're 8-0 without Drew Brees. What does that mean? <laughs> Can somebody tell me? I don't I mean, know. Sean Payne's great. Shut up. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, Tough look on. for my guy, Drew. Moving on, moving on. Moving on to the Atlanta Falcons. They're traveling to Los Angeles this week right here in our backyard. We got the Falcons that are 4-8, and eight, and we got the Chargers that are 3-9 and nine coming off a ass-whooping from the New England Patriots. What do you think is going to happen in this game? Well, during last week's game, I called 911 to report an assault on Justin Herbert. It was on Bill Belichick I called 911 on. Nothing happened. Is he this being gonna, used and abused? He was getting T indeed. <laughs> and that's if you know, you know. One day we'll reveal it. But this is two crappy football teams. If they get blown out the Chargers, Anthony Lynn's as good as gone, right? Or do you think no. he's coming back? No. You, oh, oh, good as No, I think he's good as gone. The, probably last week or probably the week before that. I I think, like I said, I, I called it right on the nose. They're going to give him the respect to finish out the season. He's going to finish the job. But he's good as gone at the end of the season. He's gone Black Monday, like when all the coaches get fired. He's done. Even if he wins out, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's done. If they win out, they're going to go what? What are they now? Seven and nine? No, they're three and nine. So they'll go... Seven and nine. Seven and nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're not tough. winning out. They're not winning out. So yeah, they're not. It's not a problem. Out. Don't worry. That you don't have very, to worry about that, is, that. That is highly unlikely. The Falcons are so eh to me. The defense is crappy. I know um, Raheem Morris has done a good job, but they're just such a crappy team. They have good players at the skill positions, but. This just shows football's not always about who has the better receivers. Their O-line's crappy. Their running backs are crappy. Their defense is a joke. I got the Chargers winning a close game shockingly. This is the only team they can probably beat in a close game is Atlanta. So I got the Chargers this week. Don't make me look bad two weeks in a row. Los Angeles Super Chargers bolt up. (laughs) Hashtag bolt up. Save our bolts. Nah, I'm just kidding, but... (laughs) Always in my heart, forty uh, San Diego. <laughs> exactly, that's a damn shame, dude. San Diego should have their team. No one likes them in L.A. We always say that, but that's besides the point. I like them. 
<laughs> no, you don't. Shut up. Um, I like typically I like I like picking NFL teams who've gotten their ass kicked the week before. So I'm going with the Chargers. I don't think the Falcons are good. And I'm not just saying that because they put an ass whooping on the Raiders. I feel like that was a fluke. I feel like that was more the Raiders sucking rather than Atlanta being that good. And Atlanta proved it last week. They came back down to earth and they lost to New Orleans and they lost to a running back at quarterback. But Justin Herbert is still good. Falcons defense is terrible. Julio Jones is questionable. Shut it down for the season like Max was saying. Shut it down, bro. You're a future Hall of Famer. You got nothing else to prove. Shut it down for next season. Maybe you guys get a new quarterback in there. But I'm going with the Chargers this week. They're going to score 35 points to 24 in a win. I say Herbert throws three touchdowns. I like how we both have the Falcons scoring 24. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's still really good. Their defense is not good at all. Todd Gurley returning to the L.A. area, having a big game. I don't see it. I feel so bad for that yeah, guy. Right. That guy still plays. <laughs> Come on, man. He's he's gonna almost have a thousand yards, maybe. Stop. Ain't no one messing with Gurley. No one's messing with him, bro. Come on. I thought that dude's that dude's done. My man's got arthritis in the knees. He an old man. Stop. Hang it up, dog. Hang up the cleats. Go hang out with Marshawn. Just a quick update. Todd Gurley is dealing with an injured knee. Oh, no. <laughs> Not Todd Gurley. Come Shocking. on. Breaking news. You heard it here first, folks. All right. Jeez. Let's move on to running. Let's just move on from Todd. R.I.P. Todd. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Let's move on to the Green Bay Packers at Detroit Lions. Packers are 9-3. and three. Detroit's 5-7, and seven, coming off a win after firing Matt Patricia. What do you think is going to go down? Hashtag fat boy Tricia. But, uh, My man. <laughs> uh, the Lions are still a mess. Don't let it fool you. Uh, they came back against that choke, choking hazard team in the Chicago Bears last week. Don't let it fool you. The only thing good about that team is Matthew Stafford. That's the only thing that's going to save them. But as good as Matthew Stafford is, he's not good enough to beat the Packers single-handedly. Packers are second-best team in the NFC? I think they're the best team. Really? You think they're better than the Saints? Come on. They had a running back and quarterback, and then they got a guy who should be throwing with his left arm. It'd probably be better than Drew Brees. I don't know, dude. I know you don't like Drew Brees. I don't I don't feel like they're better than the Saints. And I don't feel like they're better than the Bucks. I think the Bucks are a bad matchup for the Packers, but they're not a bad matchup for the Lions. Before we get into anything else about the Packers and who's better than them, you got the Packers winning 33-20. A-Rod makes his case for MVP. Is Devontae Adams catching a touchdown or multiple touchdowns in this game? That's the only real question. Yeah. Jeff Okuda's out. He's definitely going to catch one. <laughs> even with even with Jeffrey Okuda playing, he probably was going to catch one regardless. Vontae Adams quietly making a case for best wide receiver. But I almost got a similar score. I got the Packers scoring 31 
and Lions 20. Packers win. Second game in a row, we picked the same point total for the losing team. I like it. <laughs> but the Packers, dude, the the Packers, they can't beat really good teams, I feel like. They lost against the Colts this year. They got their ass kicked by the Bucks. Who else did they lose to? Who was their other loss this year? And they lost to the Vikings. So it seems like every year, even last year, they were kind of a definition of pretenders, even though they went 13-3. and three. Do you see any difference from last year in this team? I like the offense a lot more. I still worry about the run defense and the defense as a whole, but I love the playmakers they have on defense. Jair Alexander is a top five corner. Zadarius Smith's a monster. Darnell Savage is coming on. I know you had two picks against Trubisky. I get that's not that big a deal. He's coming on strong. The middle linebackers are scary. I like Christian Kirksey like five years ago. I don't like him right now. But this team did beat the Saints. I don't want you to forget that. That's a good team. Granted, it was kind of a weird week for them. But I think that's the difference. I think they're just more comfortable on the offense. Devontae Adams looks like a different dude from last year. And he was good last year. Yeah, he was banged up a lot last year too. I'm still worried about the second playmaker at the wide receiver position for the Packers. But Robert Tanyan's solid. I love Aaron Jones and Jamal. They're monsters. Ultimately, it's going to come down to their defense like it always does because Aaron Rodgers is playing at a MVP-type level right now. Well, really quickly, let's not make it a debate. Who's your pick, Mahomes or Rodgers? Mahomes. Is it because of the record or is it just – okay? Not record. It's Mahomes. Mahomes Is is it close? It's very close. It's very close. But Mahomes. I was going to go with Rodgers. Why? Lack of supporting cast around him, I would say. I get it. But, yeah, I'm going with Mahomes. Speaking of MVP candidates, we got one in this game, in my opinion. We got Josh Allen, right? Exactly. I thought you were going to say Big Ben. I was just trying to troll you. (laughs) We got the Pittsburgh Steelers, the one loss now. Pittsburgh Steelers, they are 11-1, traveling to Buffalo for the Bills, who are 9-3. John Brown is out. Cody Ford is out. Obviously, Bud Dupree tore his ACL two weeks ago. He's out for the season. Joe Hayden is out with with a concussion, and Mike Pouncey is still on the COVID list. Maybe he can get off of it, but it's highly, highly doubtful. What do you think about this game, Max? One, shout out to Buffalo, man. I wish there were fans so much. They deserve a Sunday night game. Preach. They've had good enough teams to get one. They give Sunday night games to crappy teams all the time at home. (laughs) Denver Broncos. Thank you. Exactly. I believe in Josh Allen. Now, Two years ago, he was Joshy Allen. Last year, he was mm, he was like a little mini Joshy. Joshy Allen is that quarterback that tries to truck linebackers and gets popped and fumbles, throws terrible interceptions. Joshy Allen is no more. It's Josh Allen. He's a monster. He 
took apart the 49ers defense. I think he's going to have a similar impact on the Steelers who can't really cover. They're down Joe Hayden. They're down Bud Dupree. There's not a lot of depth on this team. I think the Steelers are in for their second loss of the year. I got the Bills winning 21-18. to It's going to be a close game. As long as Josh Allen doesn't come out, Bills are going to win this game. Yeah, man. I I couldn't agree more, dude. He shut me the hell up. Um, you were right You're still about talking. Him. You're like, still talking. <laughs> you were right about him. I'll Look, props to you, dude. Props to you. Props to you. Props to guys like Chris Sims. Can I say it? Any- Go. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Sean McDermott wants his respect. Brian Dayball wants his respect. Brandon Bean wants his respect. And Josh Allen wants his damn respect too, okay? Give him his respect. (laughs) And I'm going to give it to him because they deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. Before I start getting on the Bills side, I want to talk about the Steelers. First of all, the Steelers have a huge issue that I saw. And they cannot run the ball. They could not run the ball on this team. Pittsburgh used to be able to run the ball back in the day. And I'm I'm really shocked that they went 11-0 at this point with not being able to run the ball. And I was looking back, and it's because of a cupcake schedule. They had a couple good, good wins against the Titans and the Ravens. That was probably their best two wins. But. There was a week that they played the Ravens, obviously, with the whole COVID situation. Last week, it really showed up. They had a 14-point lead in that game. And yeah, even though it was early, and obviously you're not going to run out the whole clock from, from that point on, but the run game really does help, and they just could not run it. Yeah, um, James Conner has been out, but that shouldn't matter. He's not really their, their workhorse like that all year. It's really been Benny Snell and guys like that. And they just refuse to run the ball. They drop back and pass, and that's how they run their offense. And it's going to wind up hurting them because when the playoffs start, they're going to have to learn how to run this ball. And it's going to be big because in the playoffs, if you can't run the ball, it's going to be a long day for you. Those are two things. You got to run the ball, and you got to know how to um, stop the run. I'm with you 100%. The Bills, I thought they held the Niners' amazing run game in check for the most part. Steelers last week, Anthony McFarlane, four carries, 15 yards. Benny Snell, eight carries, five yards. That's unacceptable. Unacceptable with a 14-point lead. That's terrible. Like, what are you doing? I don't know if it's the offensive line. They run some RPOs, and they always throw the ball. I don't know if that's Big Ben, but... This team needs to figure out how to run the ball. I don't think it's against the Bills. They're coached way too good. And the Bills' defense is slowly but surely coming along. That's why I have the Bills, too. Yeah, but Buffalo's defense is elite, dude. It's it's special. Um, they got a guy that a lot of people forget to, to name, and that's Trey White. Me and Max love um, Tredavious White. He is amazing, and he's going to lock down. Not one receiver, but he's going to lock down a whole side of the field. That side's going to be shut down, and I really truly believe that. Whether it's Juju Smith or Claypool or the other guy that they had, Deontay Johnson, I believe. Yeah. Who's the best receiver on this team? For me, it's not Juju Smith. I'm sorry. 
I know he's, he's their famous. Go-to, he's their go-to. He's so overrated. I know he has the ninja dance. He made a YouTube video with Ninja. He had a good rookie year. He's a number two. He okay, yeah. He's definitely a number two, but I do feel like this year at least he's their best receiver and he is their most reliable. I'll give it to him. I completely agree with you though. He's a number two. He is not a number one, but he is a damn good number two receiver. Like if you get him on a team with, let's say, like a Julio Jones or anyone elite like that, it's, man, give me Juju Smith because he's tough. I like the way he runs with the ball when he. I like the way he runs with the ball after the catch. He has solid hands. Yeah, he's not the fastest guy, but he's a damn good route runner. But I I totally get what you're saying as far as the whole. YouTube, Juju Smith TV, and Fortnite dance, and TikToks, and all that. I get you. He's the brand of Juju Smith. The name is bigger than who he is player-wise and how he plays. You get me? Oh, yeah, 100%. And Mike Tomlin called out the whole receiving core about their drops. I think they had about yeah. six. That They need to clean that up. A I think they were due Eric for a Ebron. loss. Well, that's Eric Ebron in a nutshell, ain't it? <laughs> That's my boy. The Bills are really good. Like you said, Josh Allen, he's playing at an MVP level right now. And I'm the first to admit when I'm wrong. And I'll forever eat crow for that. And if you think Josh Allen is not good, dude, you you obviously don't watch football. Because this guy has gotten better in almost every aspect of his game. And the ones that stick out the most to me is obviously his mechanics. His mechanics are way better than from his rookie year and last year. His ball placement is way better. He's making better decisions now. It's kind of like oh, with way what better. Max, yeah, it's kind of like what you were saying. It's he's not Joshy Allen no more. He's he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't throw those dumb picks. He doesn't really try to make amazing plays. And credit and a big credit to that is Brian Dable. He's amazing. That's their offensive coordinator for people who don't know. He needs a lot of credit for this because he's been a big part of this success for Josh Allen in this big turnaround. What did you Can agree? We give, oh, absolutely. And I got to give a shout-out to Cole Beasley. Playing out of his mind the last couple weeks. Yeah. Most receiving yards for a guy that's 5'8". NFL history. Are you serious? Yeah. Thank God he's not 5'9". <laughs> yeah, he's a little munchkin. He's a little munchkin, but, hey, he's playing good, man. He had a really good... <laughs> he destroyed the Niners last week. Yeah, give me your score for the game. I'm going Bills 31-24. Man, I hope the Bills win. I, I'm not the, trying... The I problem... enjoy the Bills a lot. That's why I like the Bills. Yeah, the only problem I see with the Bills... Is their run game. It's not at at the alarming rate like the Steelers, but it is a problem. They don't know who's their who's their back. Who, is it Zach Moss? Is it Devin Singletary? Zach Moss had a really bad fumble last week. And oh yeah. That was yeah. all on him too. Not even an exchange. Yeah. Ball hit him in the hands. Yeah, it was bad. So they need to get that fixed before the playoffs start. That is a big problem for them. They can't run the ball as effective as I want want them to. And to be a playoff contender, but but nonetheless, dude, Josh Allen's playing out of his mind. He well deserved MVP candidate right now. Well, that's a perfect segue to a team that can only run the ball in the Baltimore Ravens at Cleveland Browns. 
Baltimore, 7-5 coming off a win against Dallas. Cleveland Browns are 9-3. The Cleveland Browns, 9-3. We talked about it, the NFL Review podcast. They're coming off the best win in the last, what, 10 years against the Titans? Yeah. What do you see happening? I'm just going to say this really quick. Des Bryant, Willie Sneed are still on the COVID list. Des Bryant said he's not coming back. Ooh, that's such a big loss for Baltimore. <laughs> Ronnie Harrison, Greedy Williams are out. And Wyatt Teller, the great guard for Cleveland, is out with COVID. What do you wow. see happening? I hate to say it, but I see the Browns winning again. I see the Browns winning again. I don't think the Ravens are that good. Their defense is not as elite as it should. It helped them last week getting Brandon Williams back, but I see Nick Chubb running all over this defense. I feel like Baker Mayfield's gonna make the throws that he needs to that that he needs to make to win this game. I do not love Lamar Jackson. I continue to say it. I'm going to go down saying it. He needs a lot more work, man. Yeah, he had a good little looking throw against the Cowboys in the left corner pylon of the end zone against the Dallas Cowboys to Marquise Brown. But it's just very inconsistent. He, He fails to show me against really elite defenses that he can pass the ball. And once they keep him in a box and they make him read the field, it's it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. I see the Browns winning this game 31 to 28. I got the Ravens, man. And I disagree with you 100%. I think the Ravens are going to contain Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They're one of the rare teams where their D-line is humongous. And I look at Wyatt Teller being out. If you can get pressure up the middle, I think that's the key to getting Baker off his game. Get pressure on him. He's been trusting that O-line. The O-line's been great the whole year. There's no doubt about it. I need Kalias Campbell, Matthew Judon, and Yannick Ngakwe to step up in this game. If they can get pressure on Baker, I think the Ravens are going to win this game 17-10. to The Ravens Ooh. need to win this game. The Browns are coming off a huge win against Tennessee. I just want to bring up an example from last year. There was a Sunday night football game, Texans versus Patriots. Do you remember the game? Texans won a close game. Huge game, right? The next week against Denver Broncos, they got smashed. Fifty there was forty to fifty to like ten or something. It was bad. And that's what I think is gonna happen to the Browns. So you think they're riding a little too high, thinking they're the shit. Yeah, I mean Baker just had a new commercial, so he was probably wasn't at practice this whole week shooting that commercial. Cause you know, of course. I mean, if he wins this game, oh my gosh, he's gonna have three new ones, right? <laughs> Man, you just could not stop hating on that dude for the commercials up. But you're no, I'm saying right. get your bag, Baker. Get your bag. Get it. I'm with you. I, it's great. The wife's in it. I love it. But like, my guy, you gotta have one good season. You're having the good season now. Yeah, it's. Baker, it's it's more to see on how it's with Baker. It's more we're looking to see how he does. I'm I'm curious to see what he does in a playoff game, but it is a division opponent. 
they know Baker and the Browns really good. So you can easily be right. Uh, I'm not going to disagree. Brandon Williams, if he makes an impact like he did last week, then it is a big problem, but I don't see it. Uh, the Browns are really good, dude. They're really good. I think they're for real. If they win this game, they're for sure contenders in my opinion, but I don't think it's going to happen. This is our, I believe, what, fourth disagreement this week? Maybe third? A lot more disagreements this week than last yeah. week. Yeah, definitely. A lot of good games this week. Big playoff implications. There's a few teams this week, if you lose, you lose control of your destiny. That's the worst position to be in, where you have to rely on other teams to lose. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen this weekend. Teams are going to be in that position, and there's going to be the teams that take it by the reins, and then they control themselves. Yeah. Lock of the week, though. I think the Jets lose. That's my lock. I'm going to have to back that lock up. 100%. 100%. Also, Titans and Titans over Jags, another lock. Come That's on. That's a lock? Okay, I'll be with you. I'll, I'll come on. I guarantee me. it. Charles Barkley. <laughs> come on, Charles. Oh, man. Hey, with that said, guys, we want to thank you guys once again for joining us. It's been amazing. We appreciate everyone's support. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, getting our followers up. We love you guys, dude. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure to go follow us on all social media platforms and all streaming platforms. We are on Instagram and Twitter. It is at Max underscore Juancast. We are also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and YouTube. It's at Max and Juan cast. So make sure to follow us on all those, man. Give us a five-star review. Leave down a comment. Follow us. Do what you got to do, man. Another great podcast. Another week of NFL picks. I'm going to try to run away this week, guys. Leave one in the dust. We're neck and neck. I wish we'd been able to start from week one. Honestly, though, this year had to be the worst for picking games with COVID, right? Yeah, definitely. It's tough. But that being said, we appreciate it. Leave a review on Apple Podcast. If there's a way to leave a review anywhere else, do it. Four to five stars, guys. That's the only reviews out there. I checked. One check, two, I believe. Those are the only ways you can leave a review. <laughs> exactly. But we appreciate it. Anyone who's listening, thank you. If you made it this far, again, thank you. Figure out that movie in the beginning. If you guys can't, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Oh, man. Somebody got to get it. But Hold on. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. R.I.P. Debo from Friday, man. Oh, man. Yeah. R.I.P. Tiny, bro. R.I.P. Debo. Man, that's tough. I sent it to Juan, and he was like, that's BS. I'm like, dude. And we just talked about him on the podcast. Like, two, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Got to pay homage to Tiny, dude. Big Debo. Straight up. Well, at least our bikes are safe now. Our mics are always safe. Alright, with that said, we out. Peace. Late.